It's Friday night. What places are you heading to for post-work happy hour? Tell us. This podcast is making a best of the best list and needs recommendation for happy hour menus at restaurants in KC. Text us at 816-601-4777. That's 816-601-4777. Standard texting rates apply. UpToDate wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD to 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, 816-601-4777. This is UpToDate on KCUR 89.3. The Kansas City Chiefs will play in their sixth consecutive AFC Championship this Sunday as they face off against the Baltimore Ravens out there in Baltimore. Every professional sports team needs a massive supporting cast to help it perform its best on the field, and one piece of that puzzle is nutrition. Leslie Bonsi has spent three decades working as a dietitian in the NFL, and after many years with the Pittsburgh Steelers, she spent the last 10 seasons as the head dietitian with the Chiefs. She joins us now to talk about how she helps keep the team ready to go, to go each Sunday. And Leslie, welcome. So good to have you here on the show. Well, thanks for having me, and what an exciting weekend, right? I, I can't stand it. I'm so nervous. Well, <laughs> you, you and me and everybody else out here, Leslie, that's for sure. So let's make one thing clear right from the get-go. Your job is not to cook for the team or bring it water on the sidelines. It's to optimize nutrition plans. Tell us what your job entails exactly. Right. And so, you know, really this is about, it's a couple things. It's performance eating, it's collision nutrition. That's what football is. And so that means being prepared, not just what you do in the weight room, but that hand to mouth activity. It means that your body is optimally fueled and hydrated to do what you need to do when you lift as well as being on the field. And the recovery aspect is key. And, you know, that doesn't mean being perfect with eating because they're not, but it means being consistent with what they do over the course of the season so they can actually be playing this weekend as they are going to do. What drew you to working in nutrition for NFL teams? So, you know, I I think that that we think about how this works is it's really on an individual basis. So it's not a team thing. Why? Well, not every player plays the same position. Not every player eats the same food, but everybody has that same goal. Look to the right, look to the left. You want to be the one that's there. And that means you have to bring your A game every single day. And so really this act of eating, it's kind of what I would call the hidden weapon here. This is the ammunition, it's ammunition, nutrition to get these guys where they want to be. But I'm not the food police, doesn't work to do that. I am an advocate for them all the time about what it is that they do to help them achieve their goals. So really acting as a nutrition coach, huh. they have coaches for everything else. And guess what? I can be the coach of the hand-to-mouth activity. And when you say each plan is individualized for each player, what do you mean exactly? Right. And so, for instance, we have players who um, want to work on their physique, meaning that perhaps they need to lean up a little bit, decrease body fat, increase muscle mass, or some are multitaskers, they want to do both. We have players who are rehabbing from injury. So their needs are going to be very, very different. We have players who eat like two-year-olds and, you know, sometimes you fight your battles appropriately about what you can. So it just can't be like a blanket. Everybody eats the same thing. And kudos to our fantastic chef and 
food service staff, because I'm telling you, whatever it is that these guys want, they can have. And you know why? Because food's supposed to be familiar and comfortable. Everything huh. else about football is not comfortable. But when they sit down and eat, it needs to be that way. So when you're trying to help a player recover from injury, how might that player's uh, diet be different from a player who's not recovering from injury? Okay. So when when somebody is injured, actually their needs are a lot higher. Their calorie needs are higher because they have active inflammation. The body is doing its best to heal. And that means that the energy demands are going to be higher than they would be otherwise, because our goal is to keep the muscle loss to an absolute minimum. So increased need for protein. When we look at foods that help to combat inflammation, that means primarily we're talking about plants things that are red, yellow, orange, and green in color that are not an M&M or a Fruit Loop. So actually looking at creative and strategic ways to get more fruit and vegetable. Now, not everybody's going to sit down to a salad, but they might do a soothie smoothie that has all those wonderful things in it where you can't see it. Or they might be willing to have some salsa or we sneak some vegetables into the things that they eat, like into a spaghetti sauce as a way of helping their body to optimize and get back to that state of health that actually can support the rehab that they're going to do. So what you're saying is sometimes you've got to hide the good stuff from them. Hey, you know what? I am a mom. I am a grandma and I am the queen of knowing how to hide the health. Trust me, I can I can make it happen. They don't even know that they're eating things that are good for them. <laughs> how would it uh, also be different, say, when you're feeding an offensive lineman versus a kicker, Harrison Bucker, for instance? Exactly. Well, you know, we look at, at size of bodies. Um, they're not teeny tiny. And so you know, even though we still want the same nutritional goodness that needs to be there is yes, they need to eat foods that contain protein, that contain carbohydrate, that contain fat, but depending upon the gold, it might have to be significantly more food at one time and changing the look of that plate is, you know, our, our kickers, our punters are very, very lean individuals. And so they can afford to be a, a little bit more judicious about their food choices. Whereas some of our O-line, it's not a question of don't eat this. It's a question of what do we want to have more on the plate to allow you to play at that high level all of the time. How often do you meet with the players individually to go over their, their dietary plans? Um, when I am there in KC, is you know I am available all day long, and basically it's kind of like an open door policy. Oh, the wicked witch is in. No, nothing. And <laughs> it's like oh, it's because when you're around, and somebody catch somebody's eye and say, hey, can we talk about this, or you know, walking through the cafeteria with the guys, you know, not to say get that off your plate, but hey, Leslie, well, what about this, or what should I put into my smoothie, or you know, what would be the best thing for me to have right now? Then it becomes very, very approachable, and it takes that food police attitude out of the mix. And, you know, I think most importantly, it's establishing trust. And that doesn't happen the first day you're there. That happens over a period of time of being able to establish that rapport. So somebody's comfortable opening up to you. We'll be right back. You call your food team the pit crew of the Chiefs, Leslie. Tell, tell us about what you mean by that. Right. And so, you know, first of all, is as a sports dietitian, and I, I'm, I'm, I love football, but, you know, don't put me out there on the field. The most I could help for and, and hope for and dream about is, is leaning over the end zone with a pork chop saying, come to mama. This is in my dreams. I would love that. But nonetheless, <laughs> is we provide from the back end. 
You know, we are behind the curtain. They should get all the credit. The players are the drivers. They're the ones who make the excitement and the play happen. But in order to allow them to be on the field, yes, hats off to the athletic trainer, to the strength and conditioning coach, to the food service, to the sports dietitian, to the psychologist, all of us that are kind of like the, the puppeteers behind the scene to ensure that these guys can bring their A game all the time. You know, the Chiefs, unlike some other teams, hold their practices right after lunch. How does that impact your meal plan each day? Right. And so, you know, if, if somebody's practicing in the morning and then, okay, I'm hungry and I'm ready to have a nice size meal, as opposed to, well, I've had meetings in the morning and I've lifted and now I'm going to practice after lunch. And, you know, Coach Reed drives a high bargain. He makes these guys work hard. So they're running up and down the field. You don't necessarily want food on your shoes. You need it to be in your body. So we tend to kind of go on the lighter side for lunch and some players opt to have something on the smaller side. Opposite. Do you that, yeah, do you it, end up planning about just about every meal of the day then, Leslie? They have the opportunity for a breakfast. They can come in between breakfast and lunch. They have lunch option. They can put together food to have after lunch and even take home dinner. So truly it's one-stop shopping. I was also wondering about how all this works in the off season. I mean, is this a year round endeavor that you're trying to get uh, implemented here? Uh, Yes, right, because eating doesn't take a holiday. We we eat every single day. And quite frankly, uh, we don't want any of our players to make drastic changes during season. There's other things that they need to be focused on. But when the season is done, if we have players that are still rehabbing from injury, okay, we can be a little bit more aggressive with what happens nutritionally. Or a player who says, I want to drop 10 pounds of body fat, it's easier to address that in the off season where they have more time and can really really focus on their eating more. And so they have availability to the expertise all year long, whether they want it or not. I'm visiting with Leslie Bonsi. She spent the last 10 years as the head dietitian for the Kansas City Chiefs. You told our producer that a lot of players have incredibly picky palates. How do you get them the nu- nutrients and vitamins that they need if they're that picky? Right. You know, it's a, a smoothie is great for everything because ah. you can put a lot of stuff in there and it really tastes good. So, for instance, most guys are not jumping for joy about sitting down to squash. Mm, no, but when it's into <laughs> a smoothie and you've got a beautiful citrus taste in there and maybe a little bit of pineapple, it's OK. I'll try that. Not everybody is necessarily excited about sitting down to a kale salad, but if I put a little bit of kale into the smoothie, that works. My favorite is mac and cheese. Everybody loves mac and cheese, so how can we help that up? You take white kidney beans, you puree them. They don't look different. They don't taste different. They add that added oomph to a mac and cheese, and the guys are like, oh, this is awesome, and I am just beaming inside knowing that I have upped the ante on the health. You've spent a decade now with the Chiefs, but you do your job mostly from Pittsburgh. Do I have that right? I live in Pittsburgh and I commute to Kansas City. And I will tell you the new airport is gorgeous. It's much different than it used to look. Boy, (laughs) no kidding. No kidding. Well, previously you worked for the Steelers for quite a while as a dietitian for what's now four Super Bowl winning teams in your career. Are dietitians the secret sauce that makes all this go? I mean, how important is good nutrition for these athletes each day to perform their best? 
uh, I think it is critically important and doesn't get enough attention across the board because you know, we can't eat for our players. They eat for themselves. But if you are bringing the most optimally fueled and hydrated individual to the field every single day, that is part of that winning formula. There is no doubt about it. Do you have any Super Bowl rings, Leslie? You know what? I I don't. But, uh, you know, what? Well, we'll see what happens this year. I need to, to, them to put a little bling on it. Right. That that would be a nice thing. I, most importantly, it should be about them. They're the ones who deserve the rings. And hopefully there will be uh, another one coming. I it, It's just been such an incredible honor to work with these guys and be that little small part of what helps them that, that fueling those champions. You know, I've got to ask you, do the coaches uh, eat the same way the players do or pay attention to you in the same way the players do? You know what? I do have some of the players who some of the coaches who do uh, uh, frequent uh, or ask for my advice uh, and others who do not. And, you know, I, I don't I, to me, it's when somebody wants to make changes, that's when they come. And when they when they want to do that, I am more than willing to be of help. But I will tell you that we have made such significant changes in the offerings across the board, what the players eat, what the coaches eat. It's really hard to make a bad choice uh, when you are at Arrowhead Complex because there's pretty incredible food that's there. You know, can I ask, have you gotten close to any particular members of the Chiefs? I mean, are there other players that you've you've grown close to? Um, you know, I, I, I have to say that they are all like my my extended family uh, <laughs> and my my sons uh, a lot bigger than my biological sons but nonetheless uh, you know when you get somebody calling you little mama that's a good thing I am really willing to be in that role for them uh, and you know just to kind of provide the humor and the levity to days that are sometimes quite serious for them so you know again I it's it's more than just their play on the field is knowing them as human beings and cheering them on. I, I absolutely love that. That was Leslie Bonsi. Again, she's a chief dietitian for your Kansas City Chiefs. Up to Date is a production of KCUR 89.3. The program is produced by Zach Wilson, Elizabeth Ruiz, Claudia Brancart, and Hallie Jackson. Our intern is Lauren Texter. Paul Nakatura works our board. The theme music was composed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening.